Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Angie B, on Crystal's View. Um, today's talk is Make It Happen Monday, right? We've got money talking Monday. Let's make it happen. Um, this is going to be about dreams, goals, and everything to help you set up your mindset for the week. Um, if by if you, by the end of this, you find that you've gotten value or you hated it, you loved it, share it anyway. <laughs> um, I'm going to touch on the subject matter of investments. I know a lot of people feel like... Um, it's out of reach for them, right? Like, it's something I can't do because I need like a whole bunch of money to do that. Um, I think I spoke a little bit about it on one of my other episodes. Um, When I was younger, um, we had a, a court case or something. And I put the money in it. I wanted to put the money in a an investment and the banker told me to put it into a mutual fund. I did do it. However, as a kid, right? We like to, you know, when you don't know any better about money, you touch things that you're not supposed to too early and instead of being a millionaire right now, I'm trying to rebuild my millions. <laughs> um so it's not out of reach to do investments. And I think for a lot of people in a lot of um, societal rankings feel like it's out of reach simply because they they don't or didn't have the opportunities that most people have or or you rarely see, right? Um, for instance, you got a lot of people that leave um, their homes and then go to the military and the military, they have a lot of bills, right? Bills, not in the sense of debt, but bills in the sense of um, ways to accrue money. So you have a sign on, you have a sign on that you get for going on to the military, depending on your um, rank or job or whatever the need is at the time. So let's say you were uh, brought in on that respect, right? They give you a sign on bonus. That's extra money. That's money that you can use um, for anything you want. Um, I've had family that has gone to the military and actually received a sign-on bonus. Um, But because they didn't have good money management skills, they wasted it. Um, You have people popping bottles in the military. They pop bottles and go to VIP thinking they got millions of dollars. And um, they don't know better until later. And then they have the um, pain of regret. Because then if they knew what they knew or learned, right, they would have made the investments that they needed to make. Now you can actually start an investment account (laughs) um, with as little as $25, Seriously, um, I would, I personally, now listen, I'm not an investor. I'm not a licensed uh, invest investor or financial planner or anything like that. Um, however, I am on the road to that. I am learning about that. Um, so my scope of expertise is probably better than most who don't know anything about it right now. So, um, 
So speaking on what I've been able to acquire through knowledge, um, I probably wouldn't be going through banks anymore like I did when I was younger because I know better now. Um, first of all, when you give, uh, when you open up any type of account within, uh, with a bank, okay, with a bank, I'm not against banks, okay? They're great for um, creating good habits. So yes, open up a bank to create good habits, okay? Open up a bank account if you wanna help the bank make more money. Do that. I'm not against banks. Um, I'm just pro making more money, (laughs) if that makes any more sense. So if um, I would buy like, if I were to put money, my money somewhere now, as far as a savings, I probably would more or less use a bank account just to um, pay bills. That's about it. Cause I mean, you need a bank account for that. Like you need it to write a check and hardly, right? Cause you can always go to a check cashing store and get a, a check there. Um, you need it to use your debit cards. Again, another hardly because I mean, they got like prepaid cards now and some of those prepaid cards are actual like I don't know some type of banks but you know there are quirks and benefits to actually having a building labeled bank on it to go and do transactional things in there so there are pros and I'm not again anti-bank what I am is pro making money like I said before so um I would definitely look at the interest rates. What are they charging me to use my money? And what are they charging me to take my money out when I open up a savings or a mutual funds or anything like that? Those things are important because what you'll find is you're not getting um, most of the money. So let's say um, there's like a 9% return on your money. This is an example. Again, I am not a financial planner or financial um, anything. However, I am getting licensed. And I'm not speaking on a level of expertise just yet. Um, But I'm giving an example anyway. Um, So let's say you did go in and open up an account, right? You opened up your account and you did it with the bank. The percentage that you would actually earn on the account versus the percentage that you would actually earn on an account that you would open with a a non uh bank but an investment firm (laughs) is way way more you would actually earn more money with an investment firm versus a bank because remember the bank is an investment within itself they hold people's money so they can make money. They, you actually loan them your money so they can make money and they give you a small cut of the money that they're making on your money. Do you get that at all? So you have to think about that. And then on top of that, they're charging you for your money when your money is making them money. Just FYI. For those of you who really didn't know that. And um, for those of you who care to change that, I do have a way you can change that. Um, I'm again, not against banks. I'm just pro making money. (laughs) That's all. Um, and that's just one of the avenues that you can actually do that. Um, 
Warren Buffett said it best. You create, you are wealthy if you're able to create wealth while you're sleeping. So I'm open to any and all ideas of, of that, especially since I'm a, a mommy who endeavors to be home with her children. And I want my children to learn better money management skills. Hence the reason why I've decided to um, learn a little bit more. Um, because these are skills that we're not born with. These are things that we aren't like given a manual at birth saying, hey, this is what you got to do uh, to live your life at its best, right? Um, no, in fact, we have to make trials and errors and mistakes and, and then learn better. Um, so with that said, if you have anybody that's actually trying to feed into you and share into you good things that they've learned it's healthy it's healthy for you to do that just listen to them and take in the information because it can only make you better um and with luck it can only make you richer right so that's my money matters talk for this monday hope you guys liked it um i might extend this episode not sure if i will or not taking a little walk with my daughter so if I sound out of breath it's because of that I'm just walking (laughs) um this is your girl Angie B on Crystal's View it's been real happy Monday Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Angie, on Crystal's View. And I know that the first episode or the first part of this episode, I was touching on um, investments very lightly, not heavily, just a little of my opinion on it. Um, But I also said that um, as a kid, I thought about investments. And I think it's a great idea to teach our kids about these things, especially since one day they have to be adults, right? And it's kind of our responsibility as parents to not only make sure that they have an inheritance, that's biblical, um, but to make sure that they are money and financially conscious as well. So I wanted to uh, read an excerpt from my favorite um, money manager. He's also, uh, he still endeavors to be an entrepreneur as well. Um, but he's, he's, he's all over YouTube. So I would suggest you go and follow him. Um, Dave Ramsey, he's amazing. Um, I actually first heard him speak initially at my church. Um, and he, everything he had to say resonated. Like he came from an MLM background. He, um, was an investor. He was an investor and he um, was able to flip his whole financial situation after a few pitfalls in his own personal life. So I actually, we actually as a congregation were very blessed to hear him speak. Um, And I was floored that our pastor was actually able to get him to speak at our church, which came again on the heels of... uh, um, my and my husband's uh what is it aha 
when it came to our finances. So um, I wanted to read you a few of his tips that he has. Uh, and he also has um, what financial, it's a financial thing that he does where he coaches you, Financial Coach University, which I'm actually thinking about taking myself, um, which is pretty amazing. Um, so you can actually help people um, learn and, and, and become coachable. Like I'm, I'm a coach because I have a license, right? Um, granted I do not have a serious license, but I do have a license that doubles in the financial world. Um, so yes, I'm a little bit more well-versed because of the education that I have acquired plus the experience of my life, yada, yada, yada. But here are a few things that he suggests. Um, He says that if you don't teach your kids how to manage money, um, somebody else will. And I agree with that 100%. It's just like drugs. I don't mean to compare it to that. But I mean, we can have a little bit of a bad spending habit if we're not prayerful about how we spend our money. Um, And I've had like uh, friends, I've had family that have come to me for advice, actually, um, prior to me even acquiring any of this knowledge to um, help them create a budget, um, to help them work through their own particular finances, um, because I seemingly at the time looked like I had it all together. At that time, yes, I probably did have it all together because I'm, uh, I like to call myself at that time in my life uh, a glorified bill payer. When you can pay your bills well and still have money to throw away um because that's all you're doing with it it's a bad relationship with money like I could have I've done so much more better with um with the amount of money I had especially prior to kids <laughs> um but you live and you learn and I'm really excited and um happy about the knowledge that I've acquired over time um and I really have a heart to help and move families into a better position financially. And if you guys aren't married and, and endeavor to have a family and want kids, um, one of the things that were hindering my husband to actually jump in with me, <laughs> per se, and move on having children was finances. He wanted our finances to be in the right place before we actually had kids. So, I mean, if, if you want, and if this resonates with you, um, please share it. And if you know someone's husband who's not ready to make a move because of finances, then I would highly suggest that you have him listen to this. Um, because I am, I'm, I'm going to touch on some of these things that we can do to actually help our legacies, right? Learn better habits. Um, so again, like Dave Ramsey says, if you don't teach them, someone else will. So, and, and really, is that really a risk that you really would like to take on for your family? Like your kids, you want them to be taking financial advice from someone who really may seemingly look like they know what they're doing, but don't. I mean, it's like I said before, it's not something we're born with. You don't know any better and you've learned through trial and error yourself. Um, unless you were um, blessed with parents that, um, did their best with what they what they knew but didn't really know for sure because remember if you're not in the financial industry you really just don't know and that's something you really have to think about um okay so how to teach preschoolers and kindergartners he has a list here um 
they say to use a clear jar to save. Um, the piggy bank is a great idea, but he doesn't, um, it doesn't really give a, a, the children a, a visual of, I guess, the profits and losses. So when you use a clear jar, they're able to see their money go up, up, up in the jar, which actually it's funny because um, we did this with my daughter and she filled and she was just really excited about filling up the jars. <laughs> She would just find little change that we had everywhere. And my husband would like empty out his pockets into her hands. And um, and she'd just put it away in the jar. And we'd have like four or five jars. Now, those jars actually do come in handy, believe it or not. Um, if you're short on anything, you just pour them out. And you, you'll find a decent amount of money in there. I swear, change accumulates. Accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. It's it's an insider's joke. Those of you who, who know or know me personally and have taken this class with me you know exactly what I (laughs) what I mean by that but it's great when you can accumulate money like that um they'll go they'll see like all these different ratios of cash going up and down it's pretty neat I love what my daughter does another big uh tip he gives is set an example Okay, Um, and according to a study by the University of Cambridge, they found that money habits in children are formed by the time they are seven years old. So I actually have to continue um, creating good money habits with my daughter because she's five now. She's about to be six very soon. So um, as a mother who endeavors to, you know, not only be there for her kids, but I want to instill values in my children. Like I'm an advocate for great health um, that are eating habits within our children so i'll you know like i'm very prayerful about the things that they put into their bodies yes they do snack and that's really not on my part i'm like the um i hate to use this analogy but i'm the snack nazi like i don't like any of that stuff in my house if it were for me would not be in it but for their dad for sure it's in our house um but seven years old is when they form uh their money their relationship with money just like five is their personality those of you who didn't know that your kids are born with their own personality however um they pick up whatever they pick up from you it locks in to them by five just thought i'd let you guys know that so their money habits lock in by seven um so they're watching every little thing that you do so if you're like like he uses this example, if you're slapping down plastic every time, you know, when you go out, they're going to be slapping that plastic down every time they go out too, like to go grocery shopping or to a dinner or something like that. Um, and they notice that like you're just whipping out the credit card and just spending, you know, at the whim. Kids will follow everything you do. So don't think that they're too young to understand because they aren't. Um, they aren't too young to pick up your habits. They are too young to understand, but they aren't too young to pick up your habits. So you have to think about it that way. Okay, so set healthy examples. Um, Don't argue in front of your kids over money with your spouse. That's not healthy for them. And I believe that kids should enjoy their childhood. So let's keep that um, disagreement crap for the bedroom. Save it somewhere else. Go out to dinner and hash it out. Let your kids... Be, be and feel loved. They're a product of your relationship. They have, they, I'm sorry if I'm preaching on this really hard, but you've got a lot of parents that um, 
really aren't respectful of their relationships with their children. And they'll hash out things with their kids in tow and in front. And it's really not a healthy thing for the children to see that. And remember, you're locking in all these habits that they're going to have with their own spouse. So you have to take accountability for the things that you're instilling in them and what you're going to duplicate in their life as well. Okay. Um, so be a healthy example for them. So if you want them to eat right, you need to eat right too. If you want them to exercise, you need to exercise too. And if you want them to be prayerful about how they're spending their money, guess what? You need to be prayerful about how you're spending your money too. Okay. Show them that stuff costs money. I do that with my daughter all the time. Um, cause she, I mean, kids are kids. They think that you can just walk into a store and walk out with whatever it is that, that they want. <laughs> so uh, if you've got to do more than just say like pack of cars cost $5 son, you know, help them grab a few dollars out of their jar and take it with them. Don't spend your money, make them spend theirs, which is your money anyway. Get it? But they're going to feel it more if they're the ones taking it in and out of their jar and spending it and stuff like that. Okay? Um, so that's how you teach the, the littles um, when they're young. I really believe that that's where you should start um, is with the kiddos at that age is just really showing them at that age that that's what they ought to be doing with money. Um, again, if you enjoyed this episode, please go right ahead and share it. If you, um, didn't, don't share it, share it anyway. Okay. (laughs) And, um, if you really feel like you can bless someone with it, share it with them like right away. Seriously. Um, finances is, it's a really hard thing to hear from someone else. And in particular, someone in your circle that you don't think is doing as good as you. And it's actually really good to hear it from a third party. So if you feel like you can bless someone with this info, go right ahead and share it with them. Okay. You have an amazing day. Thank you for listening. This is your girl, Angie B on Crystal's View. And don't forget to catch my next episode next Monday, my view on marriage, money, and communication. It's your girl, Angie B, signing off.